What's up, dirties? Welcome to another one. We got another one. This episode of the Shop Boils Podcast is brought to you by Spotify for Podcasters. That's the new and improved Anchor.fm. No more anchors. They're not trying to get held down by nothing, you see? They've ditched the anchor. Now they're floating. Floating with the currents. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, Spotify for Podcasters. They're powerful tools. Um... Powerful tools for beginners, pros, and everything in between, all in one spot, and it's all completely free. That's right. No money coming out of your pocket to do a podcast. It's amazing. They upload your work to all podcast platforms. Uh, they uh, they provide you with uh, an ability to have fan engagement. You can get analytics. They even have an ability to uh, do video episodes. It's all kinds of radness, um, and you can make um, you can make money from advertising and or fan donations, uh, so that you can actually have an income from doing a podcast. Oh, how about that? That would be nice, listeners. My dirties, fill my pockets. No. <laughs> Get started today. Go to podcasters.spotify.com and uh, get yourself to podcasting lickety split like. It's easy. And if it wasn't easy, your boy here wouldn't be able to do it because I ain't got it like that, son. Uh, we are also brought to you by the Music Depot, Hayward, California, downtown Hayward. 944 B Street in Hayward. Go see my man Pete for all your music gear needs. They got Schecter guitars. They got Sure microphones. They got orange amps. They provide lessons, uh, guitar, bass, drums, all kinds of coolness. They are sponsor of the Boyles Bistro Blowout at uh, my monthly comedy show at the Bistro in downtown Hayward. Come out and um, support my dude in downtown Hayward for your musics. All right. Uh, I got some dates. Not very many, but I got a few and I got a a new. Uh, This Thursday, May 4th, the Boyos Bistro Blowout, downtown Hayward. Come at it. Come with it. Come on. Come hear some comedy hosted by yours truly. We have Jamar Pitts headlining. We have Eric Summers featuring Austin Blaylock, uh, Avery Harmon, and Christina Pickles. Um, I'm going to have a guest host this week. My girl Sarah Guillambruno is going to host for me while I handle the ones and twos. Be it the Kevin, the AV guy, will not be able to be there. So... But that's alright That's how we're gonna do it uh, So that's so that's this Thursday May 4th uh, May 20th I'll be doing comedy at the sports page In Mountain View May 27th My band Hazards Doing a very special performance As a duo At Winter's Tavern in Pacifica Just booked In fact Probably can't be announced But you know how I like to do I'll announce it anyway July 21st 
Zed will be playing Bottom of the Hill in San Francisco. This will be um, the Devil in California's album release show. Like I said, I don't even think they've announced it yet, but that's what we got going on July 21st. And then also September 30th, Zed playing the SoCal Heavy Jam in San Diego, California. How about all that radness, huh? And, um, you know, as always, what happened to my thing here? It's getting off. Oh, um, very important. Music heard here on the Sean Boyles podcast is not owned, copywritten, licensed, or trademarked by me, Sean Boyles, and or the Sean Boyles podcast. Don't try to come at me with any sort of malarkey because I ain't got no money. You can't sue when there ain't no do. Let's do a podcast. It's the Sean Boyles Podcast. Music, comedy, drums, life, burrito, burrito. up you dirty filthy animals it's your dude it's me it's sean boyles episode 189 on a tuesday early evening with wacky fucking weather in the bay area people are complaining about the weather um it's so goofy i've i'll say it every summer or at the end of every summer and i'll say it in the spring every time it gets weird, the weather gets unpredictable, and it gets what you would think to be something unnatural. However, it is always the same. Every year, as we get out of summer, uh, as we start getting into the fall, like we'll have like fall will come mid September. We get our fall, and then it'll get a little cool. It'll cool off, and you start feeling, oh shit, okay, this is all right. summer's over. All right. Let's get let's let's just get let's get the jackets out. And then October hits, and October says, "I ain't done yet with summer, motherfuckers." And we'll get a blast of heat for about a week, week and a half, and then it starts to cool off again. And then in and around Halloween, we'll get our first rain. It does the same thing, but the flip in the spring, and it's done it every fucking year for who knows how long. We'll get a week or so of some nice heat. And you start feeling like, oh shit, it's spring, spring, and spring is here. The, we can put the jackets away. It's not cold anymore. And then someone says, nah, motherfucker, here comes a storm. Bow! I'm gonna rain and be cold and fuck up your shorts. And that's what we're having right now. Last week we had fucking some nice weather. It was nice. Saturday was nice. And then Sunday it got a little cooler. And then Monday got even cooler. Fucking rained Monday night. And uh rained today. So But it happens every fucking year. Every fucking year. There's one more. Well, just when you think it's gonna turn, there's one more little thing to remind you of the season you just got out of. God damn it. Learn your fucking California Bay Area weather, god damn it. <laughs> 
Oh, we're going to do, uh, yeah, I'll recap some shit I had going on and some things that perked my interest. Uh, we'll have a, we got a fat guy food hack this week. Um, we got reaction of the week. We got the earworm. Uh, speaking of California, um, the sports ball has created a rift in the, in the, in the state, splitting it in three. There's forever been the uh, uh, Bay Area versus Los Angeles rivalry. That is a forever thing that has been that only we know is a rivalry. Los Angeles doesn't realize that they have had this rivalry with us for all these years. Unless it comes in between the the Dodgers and the Giants. But now it looks like we're going to get into it with the, the Lakers and the Warriors. And then we just got out of the other split which um, Sacramento had to finally hold their own and not try to claim the Bay Area, which is, for the first time ever, Sacramento didn't want to be a part of the Bay Area as the Sacramento Kings finally made a playoff and had to go up against the Warriors. And then the Warriors showed them what the fuck's up. Hats off to Steph Curry and fucking a 50-point game. Jesus Christ. Now remember, I am the casual, super casual sports fan. Very casual. I don't pay attention until the playoffs. In fact, I didn't even watch every playoff game. But I watched a couple of them. And um, and I definitely watched that last one that was on Sunday. And um, fucking Steph, they li- <laughs> got a fire lit. Under- basically held the team by himself. Clay was fucking terrible for the first half and he finally got a little spark in the second half. But fuck, man, Steph was... And then Mooney with all them boards. Holy shit. So uh, looking forward to um, them stomping the shit out of Los Angeles, the Lakers. Fuck LeBron. I just saw a clip, too. I was looking at the internet and the clip came up and it was Scottie Pippen talking about the only one that has... uh, he says, I'm concerned about LeBron. Or he said something to that effect. He said, uh, no one that is said to be the greatest says they are the greatest. And he's all, you ask Jordan, and Jordan does not say he is the greatest. He's all, but he won three, got three rings, took two years off, came back, and won three more rings. He's all, that sounds pretty, that sounds like greatness to me. Oh shit! That's that era, though, right? Those, those guys of that era are gonna say Jordan, uh, but I still think it's Jordan. I just again, you know, I'm gonna watch this series. Let me see if LeBron wows me in any way, you know. And we, hey, with the way Steph performed, I don't see why Steph can't be start can't start having. Those accolades thrown his way. He, I mean, the poor guy gets beat the fuck up every time he goes to the board. And, I mean, he's, <laughs> if he goes to the board, it's like seven times out of ten he's picking himself up off the ground. I mean, that kid gets the shit kicked out of him. But, goddamn, can he hit those threes? Holy shit. Anyway, I know you don't listen to the fucking to my podcast for sports shit but uh, I just I think maybe we can maybe 
we can start throwing Steph's name in there as this one of the he's definitely one of the greats of this era. That's undeniable. But what can he be called the? Can he be called the GOAT? We will see. If he fucking stomps look if he fucking makes LeBron look stupid. LeBron's just a bully. He's just I've said it before. He's just a bully on the court. I don't see how that's great when you're a bully and you cry and you complain and you kick people out of the fucking stands and you fucking you make it so that you have uh say over who's on the team and you have uh you're you're almost a player manager and it's like nah, that's not greatness. That's not greatness. That's fucking control freakness. Fuck that dude. Fuck him. Fuck him in his goofy hairline and his big dumb mouth. I don't like the dude. Fuck him. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the weather's been weird. It's fucking me up with work again. I'm doing an exterior right now. And I got fucking, I got some stuff I got to repair with some like goops. I got to smear some goops in these cavities or some wood that's doing weird shit. And I got to smear goop in there. And I can't smear the goop if there's too much moisture so hopefully tomorrow I can smear some goops and start getting some paint on the fucking house. Um, get that thing done this week. And then uh, I got a weekend thing that I got to do. Anyway. um, Let's see. What happened during the week last week? Did I do? I don't. I didn't do. I didn't do any comedy. Or did I? No. No, I had no shows Thursday or Friday. Kind of chilled out. Uh, almost had a rehearsal Thursday, but that didn't happen. Um, Saturday night, I had some options to do some things. I didn't. I woke up not feeling that great. With the, my stomach was doing something weird. Uh, I stopped at my mom's on Friday night. I didn't eat over there. But it seemed like I did because my stomach started doing some goofy things and then woke up woke up on Saturday with some uh some bubbly, some bubble guts. Some you know, need you know you know, need need, need to stare need to stay near a toilet kind of feeling, you know, cuz you know, there's a, there's a, there's a, the, the, the air raid siren is, 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 is kind of going. There's a all, all points bulletin, all hands on deck. Um, may need emergency evacuation at any time. And, uh, that's kind of, <laughs> that's, that's what my Saturday morning was. And, uh, I was going to go to work, but I just was like, uh, let me, you know, I should have went in cause I could have smeared my goops. Could have smeared good goops on Saturday. Sunday I was going to take off anyway because I wanted to go enjoy uh, Sofa Fest in San Jose, which I did. But Saturday night I ended up uh, talking to a friend and um, uh, a comic friend and she had a gig in Stockton and she was going to drive out to Stockton by herself. And I was like, yo, let me go with you. Um, you do not need to be going to Stockton by yourself. So, uh, uh, so I tagged along, she picked me up and, uh, we drove out to Stockton and, uh, 
I don't remember who ran the show or even the name of the venue. God damn, I didn't commit any of it to me. But it was an, an urban room, which um, can be great or it could be terrifying if you not if you are not an urban comic. Um, my friend did well. She actually did okay. Uh, got some good laughs. Uh, the cat that opened up. Um, I, I, I think we're friends online, but I don't think I'd ever, I'd ever met him. And, um, he visibly seemed nervous. And I told him straight out, I said, Hey man, whatever you do, cause this is a black crowd. There's no doubt about it. Me and you are the only two, me, you and, 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 and Holly are the only two that are not black in here. And that guy's a Mexican guy, and that guy's an Asian guy. Well, that girl's there was an Asian girl, and and my friend Holly who was going to go up, this guy who was going to open the show, and then me just there tagging along. Otherwise, everyone else is black. And I told dude, I said, hey, you stay away from pedophile jokes. You stay, but I forgot to tell him to stay away from incest jokes. Those are two jokes that do not fly in black rooms. And I know from experience. And my man went up there with a pedophile joke. And he's all, but it's, he's all, I'm going to do one, but it's, 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 uh, it's anti-pedophile. I'm not championing the pedophile. Well, nobody's championing the pedophile. Just, just don't do it. They don't want pedophile jokes. They don't want to think about kids getting diddled. It's just not a fucking, they don't like that shit. And then he did this incest joke, and it was just like, ah, and he lost, he got fucking, he bombed, 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 bombed hard. He got a good fucking laugh at the beginning, but then went into this goofy material that just don't fly with the folks. And um, and he learned, he learned, and they fucking clowned his ass, the fucking host fucking lit him up for that shit too. <laughs> um... But it was a good a long show though too. Man, that show was like fucking two and a half hours. Long dick show. Um Yeah, then we drove back to the Bay Area and, and all was well. Um but Sunday, uh Sofa Fest, San Jose. I was looking forward to it because um I wanted to see uh, my friends in uh, Drawing Heaven. They were headlining one of the stages. And uh, as I looked on the on the thing and see who else was playing, there was some other stuff that was seemed cool to check out. They had a they had comedy, and I had definitely friends on those um on the uh, in the comedy spot. Basically, one of the downtown San Jose's got a shit ton of you know. There's a brewery, and there's a you know. There's all kinds of shit down there. Lots of little clubs and lots of places to play. And they put stages out on the street. And so they were having comedy inside this one spot. But it was a really big, cavernous, fucking echoey uh, brewery that had lots of distractions. They had a stage, but they got fucking video games in there and um, a bunch of board games that you can play and these big tables that you can put the board games on and... You know, seems like a cool spot to hang out, but, you know, you're going to got people up on stage telling jokes. It's just not set up. And, you know, 
warehouse high fucking ceiling, it's just not not good. You got the you know it's the 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 it's too echoey and if you're talking fast, you're gonna lose the fucking jokes and. Uh, so I told, in fact, you know, I am good friends with the guys that run that thing that run. I said, yeah, because one of the guys came in there and uh, this dude, Phil, Phil tool and, uh, and my man, Jimmy Arsenault are the guys that kind of put together a lot of it. And I said, Hey man, I don't think doing comedy in here is a good idea. He's like, Oh really? We thought this would be a perfect spot. Nah, it's too big and too echoey and there's too many distractions. Like the comics are just up there talking and nobody's paying attention. I go, look, right now, this guy's up there. Me and you are talking. We're not paying attention to him because nobody else in here is talking or is, is paying attention to the comics. I go, it's too, the sound bounces around. You got all these distractions with all these video games and you got the board games over here. You got people in line getting beer. It's just not, you know, if you're going to do comedy, it's got to be fucking people showing up for comedy and, and, and we're doing comedy. You don't ambush them with comedy. Ambushing of crowd with comedy does not work unless everyone is just monster, monster comics that's going to get everybody's attention right out of the gate. Bing, bang, boom. And um, we're laughing. This was not that. They do like three or four hours of three or four comics each hour. Everyone does like 12 minutes or some shit like that. Uh, but I dropped in there. Uh, my man Mean Dave was on there. Hung out with him for a minute. He um, he actually got some laughs. He got their attention. Uh, it didn't look like anybody else did. Of course, as soon as I show up, uh, the guy running the thing, Atu Walker, goes, can you do a set? I'm like, I don't really want to. I didn't come here to do a set. Came here to support my friends. Came here to watch some music and hang out with my friends that are down here. And he said, well, you know, I have an opening you know, somebody was supposed to take somebody's spot and they haven't showed up yet. If they're not here by the time they're supposed to go on, can you do it? And I said, ah, fuck. I go, yeah, I guess. You know, set myself up for failure. Luckily, dude showed up and I didn't have to do a set. I just wasn't in the mood. You got to be, I mean, there's one thing to be like at the drop of a hat being able to do a set. Right? And then, um, and I guess it's professional and, and, and being, you know, being, if you're always ready, you don't got to get ready kind of mentality, right? But something like that, where it's a fucking bogus setup and I just, I wasn't feeling it. I didn't, I didn't want to, I would have, I would have did it if I had to, to help out, be a team player, help out my fellow, fellow show producers. But I wasn't going to like it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but kind of glad that I didn't have to um didn't have to do a set. That was nice. Um So, uh walking around, seeing some folks. Um you know, talked with Jimmy for a minute and uh and 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 then saw just just tons of friends down there and uh my man Pete from Zed uh, he met me, kind of met me down there, um, you know, so we were hanging out and talking and, and we watched this one band and um, I'm not going to say their name just so I don't disparage them, but they start playing a song 
and song chord structure. Now, chord progressions are not necessarily signature. But if you combined tempo, the style of the strumming, and the dynamic all exactly the same as something else, it sounds like something else. And it don't sound like the thing that you're doing. It sounds like you're doing a copy of something else. And they started doing this song. And as soon as it got to where the vocals would start of this other song that it sounded so much like, I, as I'm sitting there, started singing the other song. And I got a couple of nudges from my friends like, oh, shit, dude. And they're laughing because it is spot the fuck on. And um, and when it came to the chorus, it built up the exact same way to go in the chorus. You know, now just basically it was the same exact song as this other song. It's a very popular song that was on the radio in the 90s fucking big time. Um, but these guys had their own, basically just, they had that song and they just put their own lyrics on top of it. Like it was, it was like just the way, and it even broke down towards the end, the exact same way. It, it was a little, um, a little unnerving actually. And of course the chorus is really big. And I started singing the chorus and a friend of mine, Jimmy, my buddy, Jimmy, who puts the thing together. He's like, Hey, cut that out. Those are my friends that are playing. I go, well, tell your friends not to fucking rip off other bands. He's like, I know. I know. <laughs> the so- It was spot on that song, uh, What's Up, uh, uh, a.k.a. Uh, what's Going On. Uh, I said, hey, 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 hey. Right, Four Non Blondes. These guys full-blown were doing that song with different lyrics. That's all they were doing. The tempo, the feel, the strumming of the chords, the same exact chords. Um it was it was fucking spot on. Anyway, so uh and then my uh, my dudes in Drawing Heaven played and they fucking sounded phenomenal. Uh shout out to um uh, uh, Rebel sets with my man Doc's Black. Uh, I worked with Doc's Black last week at that 420 show, and he actually hung out and stayed and watched my set, my comedy set, and uh, and was was laughing his his balls off. And then uh, so he was doing a set with these guys, uh, Rebel set, and. Uh, so when I saw him, when he performed at the 420 thing, he just performed his vocals over his instrumental tracks. The only one, the only guy there that performed over instrumental tracks. Everybody else performed over their vocal tracks. And what I had learned since is apparently a Bay Area staple. If you're a rapper from the Bay Area, you do your shit over your vocal track. Apparently E40 does that and has been doing that from the get. Um so I guess that's a thing. I never I mean, 
I've seen Dell live. I don't see Dell do that shit. I did see Eminem do that at Warp Tour. But I didn't know that that was a Bay Area Area thing. So um, all these cats did that, except for Doc's Black. And he had the most dynamic performance because he wasn't locked into his pre-recorded vocals. But but this uh, uh, Sunday, he was playing with a live band. And it was phenomenal. So much better. So much just more just cool vibe. And he had some backup singers and... Had a guy singing hooks and shit. It was just, and they weren't even on a stage, which was incredible. They were like in the middle of the street, up against a fucking truck with a canopy over them, and they had like the biggest crowd I'd seen all day, except for over at the caravan stage. Caravan stage seemed like they had people there all day long, and uh, the caravan stage catered to you know more sort of uh raucous stuff you know punk rock and 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 nothing heavy heavy but just more you know punk that really cool ska band i didn't catch their name but the ska band uh they sang it was all in spanish and they would throw in little fucking little latin parts and shit but they were pretty much a ska band Scott total ska punk um you know with a horn section and everything but it was all in spanish and the whole crowd was like all fucking uh latinos and uh it was cool it was cool it was a good vibe over there and uh you know they had a hefty pit going in like a nice ska pit just nice going in a circle everybody's skanking hard nobody's slamming each other or anything it was cool um this band called uh this punk rock band called mococos played over there and uh, they had a big crowd over there, too. So the Caravan stage had a hot, big crowd all day long. Uh, the other stages seemed to fluctuate. Um, but my man Doc's Black over in that little tiny stage in the middle of the street. It, was, it wasn't even a stage. They were playing right there on the street. just, And he was just out in the crowd the whole time and just fucking kicking. Kicking ass. Vibing and being rad and, and uh, providing cool music. Had people singing his shit, fucking, you know, it was just fucking cool, super, super rad. Um, and I saw my friends, uh, uh, Pounders. Pounders is uh, bass player Alonzo. Alonzo was in Insolence when I was in Insolence, and that's who I'd went to uh, Japan with. He was the bass player in Insolence when I went with them to Japan. So I hadn't seen him at all. I hadn't seen him since uh, he, he walked away from Insolence. Um, so glad to catch up with him. My man, Lonzo. Uh, But a rad day, a rad day. Then I capped it off by going over to the Branham Lounge to see some friends do some comedy. Uh, They do comedy at the Branham Lounge every Sunday in San Jose. And be it that I was down there, I said, fuck it, I'll pop in. And, of course, they gave me a guest set, which I really didn't want because the Branham Lounge is weird. It's just, it's very hit or miss, usually miss. People in there don't like to laugh for whatever reason. And this was definitely a night of not wanting to laugh. Fucking everyone was bringing their fucking hot shit and nobody was laughing at anything. Um, So I just went in there and fucked around, kind of half-assed, you know, did my shit, you know, and that's probably a problem. If I did my shit fucking full-ass, maybe I would have got some laughs, but uh, 
you know, just I only had five minutes, so I just tried to do some one-liners and did a couple bits and just got out of there. But nothing, nothing transpired that was worth a shit. So I was like, well, fuck, I should have just not done that. <laughs> I should have not. Should have just said no. Don't give me a guest set. Thank you, sir, for thinking of me and guest setness. But um, didn't I? Yeah, should have. Sometimes you gotta cut your losses. You know what I mean? Like, uh, what is that? The um, uh, diminishing returns. What is that concept? Is it what is it called? The concept of diminishing returns, or? Uh, I forget. Anyway. Yeah, uh let's uh what do we got? What do we got? Um uh, all right, yeah, let's um let's do this. We got it pulled up. Black guy. Fat guy food hacks. Fat guy food hacks. This is um, just cool little shits you can do with junk food or whatever. Um, this uh, this week's fat guy food hack comes to me courtesy of my man Justin Rogers, who sent me a video of a TikTok that I I haven't had a chance to do it because I am trying to make the turn. On trying not to eat like an asshole. But that fucking. That what he showed with the TikTok that he sent me. Was phenomenal. (laughs) So what you do is. Your tortilla chips of choice. You get a bag of those. I would personally do these. I would do this with. A bag. Of. Spicy. Nacho Dorito chips. Okay, what you do is you take the bag, you put it on its side, all right? You split the side of the bag open, and you open it up as wide as you can. Hold Having all the chips inside cradled inside the bag, and then you get your fixings. You get your fucking ground beef or your grilled chicken or whatever you want. You fucking throw it in there. You throw your fucking melted cheese in there. You're, you know, out of a can, but heat it up. Queso, fucking drip all the cheese in there. Throw your guacamole. Throw your sour cream. Basically, you pile in all the nachos in the bag of chips. And now you got yourself a nice little nachos carrying case. And then you can go to town. Eating your nachos out of the bag. It just seemed genius. It was lovely. Lovely. I'm going to fucking, that's that's going to be my fucking dinner tonight. No, I'm trying not to do that. But God damn, I want to. I want to. Oh, oh fat guy food hacks. I love it. Love it. Um, I've been hearing, I've heard this on a few different podcasts and it's concerning me because I'm somebody that doesn't do this 
and I'm wondering if it's starting to be a thing. Um, it definitely seems like, and again, maybe it's because the podcast just happened to catch these kinds of things on podcasts, but it definitely seemed like, I feel like there's starting to be a stigma towards folks that are not in therapy. Everyone seems to, with therapy being a little bit more regularly available with a Zoom therapy now, where you can get online and you can have a chat with a therapist a lot easier than than it was before. Um, the ex-wife was having uh, uh, therapy sessions with her doctor, and, uh, and it invented due to the fact that we're not supposed to go see the doctor face-to-face because of the pandemic. But the fact that she could sit there with her phone and have a meeting or her laptop or whatever and then have a meeting with somebody face to face in the comfort of, you know, the couch or wherever's, uh, it really seemed to help her. So there are services now that are providing that and or your fucking doctor or your hospitals can do these things as well. And uh, a lot of people are reaching out to it and a lot of people are doing it so much that now they're starting to look at somebody that doesn't go to therapy and they're turning up their fucking noses at them. Uh, It hasn't happened to me yet, but I'm not somebody that goes to therapy. I'm not someone that's felt like I've ever needed therapy therapy maybe i should or maybe what's wrong with me is me thinking that there's nothing wrong with me i um i feel like i've have a very good self-awareness i feel like i think things out pretty thoroughly i feel like i have a pretty good sense of logic and what makes sense and what's you know I don't think I lie to myself. I don't think I have any delusions about anything. Uh, I don't have any trauma from being younger. I don't have um, unresolved parental issues that I know of. I mean, I have pretty good memories of everything. I don't have... uh, And I got memories when shit wasn't great. But I don't know... I don't know if it's if the effects of the you know whatever was bad and there wasn't anything ever really bad but if there was any sort of negative connotations that happened I don't know if at all it has affected me so I don't feel like I should go to do have do therapy I just don't it's not appealing to me. I'm I'm kind of curious as to what could get, you know, pulled back and what can get discovered and you know, what kind of man do we find <laughs> what kind of what kind of man can we find behind the curtain, you know? But um but I don't know if there's anything to really to really dig into. And then I was listening to these these uh these people talk about and they were talking about how 
they're not honest with their therapists. They're not honest with their therapists because they don't want to be stigmatized about whatever they really feel about what's going on. And, and they don't want to get judged for having some some wacky idea about that. Then what's the fucking point of going to therapy? I thought the whole point was to pull that shit back and die, you know, dig deep into how your mind operates and, and, and sharing those deepest and darkest and saying, hey, you know what? I sometimes feel like this about this thing here. Is that normal? And they go, no, asshole, that's not normal. Stop thinking that way. <laughs> you know, that's the thing that like if I had if I went to therapy, I would need a brutal, brutal therapist. Someone that's going to tell me the real fucking deal and not sugarcoat a goddamn thing. I would need complete brutal honesty and complete brutal saying of, hey, that's not good behavior. That is destructive behavior. And you need to change that immediately. You know, not this. Well, you know, um, due to this, it's probably causing you to act like this. So maybe you should work on this. Now, tell me that's fucked, yo. Stop doing that. <laughs> but then again. I really don't know if there's anything to uh I don't know if there's anything to dig up. I'm 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 cur I'm very very curious. I'm very curious. Um I don't I can't afford it, so I probably never do it. But um it's been on my mind lately. And again, maybe it's been some sort of subconscious because it's you know, so many ads that I hear for it, especially on podcasts. Every fucking podcast is sponsored by better help, you know, and um you know, that's online, online therapy. So, um, which I looked into for, um, the potential, um, therapy for our marriage. And, um, it was, it's just, just a fucking, just a touch too expensive, just a touch too expensive. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I'll ever do it, but it is interesting to uh, to open up the skull and rummage around and see what the fuck's going on in there. What do you got going on in there, kid? Uh, all right, let's uh, let's do one of these. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dirties of all ages, this is the part of the podcast where me, Sean Boyles, reacts to a song on the pop charts. Me being a longtime lover of heavy metal, um, listening to a song on the pop charts, probably not going to do me any good. But nonetheless, we'll check it out. We'll see what's there. And um, maybe I have some fucking something snarky to say about it. I don't know. This week's reaction is I think we're doing the number like, I don't know. It's like number two, three, four song in the country. Um, 
I believe this is a collaborative effort. It is uh, a, a, a Grupo Frontera, Grupo Frontera y Bad Bunny. And the song is called Un. Oh, it's Un X One Hundred Two. T O. So is that Un? I don't know. Un X Ciento. Ciento. I don't know what they're saying here. I don't know what this title is, but we're going to check it out. So uh, let's see what uh, Grupo Frontera y Bad Bunny is doing with the musica. I bet it's in Spanish. Que si me ven con otra en una disco solo es perdiendo el tiempo Baby pa' que te miento Eso de que me vieron feliz no lo es cierto Ya nada me hace reír Solo cuando veo las fotos y los videos que tengo de ti Salí con otra para olvidarte y tener perfume que te gusta a ti Interesting. Interesting. I have I have thoughts. I will save them to the end though. Interesting that a song like this is on the pop charts, right? Is that Bad Bunny right there? Turn it down and talk over it, I guess. Yeah. Of course, it's in Spanish. I have no idea what the fuck they're saying. And it is, is un uniciento, whatever the hell that means. Which is exactly what it looks like. It's un x 100, which is cien, and then to, two. Uniciento. I don't know what that means. But here's the thing. Now. We've all heard Spanish music. We've all heard Mexican music um, on the radio or whatever, right? 
and there's a certain tonality to it. There's a certain, um, there's just a certain sort of um, instrumentation that's there. And we've all heard that music. We've all heard it blasting out of cars. We've all been to quinceañeras or we've all been to places where that music is playing. And um, there's a similarity to it all, right? And it is because there is um, a lot of that music is actually synthetic. It's not actually a real band playing it, especially the fucking the the the, the banda and the um, you know the real big fucking you know when you hear that big brass, it's all synthetic. Nobody's actually playing that. That is all computer, and it's all the same program that they've been using for years to record that music. That's why a lot of these bands, they all sound the same. And that music all sounds the same. This, however, does is not using any of that. In fact, it definitely sounded like that actually might have been really being played by the musicians that are in the group. Which, if that's the case, fucking yes, thank you, please do more of that. Um, You know, accordion's going to sound the way it sounds, you know, but... You know, I didn't hear any horns or whatever, but your accordion and your percussion and everything, you can mix that shit all a different way. And be it that actual guys are actually playing it, the feel and the vibe is going to be different and actually feel nice. That felt really, really nice. What happens with the stuff, the synthetic, it kind of doesn't feel the best. You're just kind of, they're so used to it. And it's, you know... It's, you know, and yeah, it's in perfect time or whatever, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't swing. It doesn't have the right swing because again, it's all machines and they can fudge it to make it swing the right way. And, and most people, they can give a fuck, but this feels nice because it definitely felt like it was more, uh, uh, more organic. I could be completely full of shit. It could be very well all fucking machines doing all that stuff but it didn't feel like it the percussion didn't sound uh like synthetic percussion on these machines they don't really get it quite right and with this and with traditional especially mexican music um there is um uh, the way the percussion locks into each other it's very important and it has to lock in the right way um Salsa does it too. Salsa music, the same thing. Like everyone's playing a different part on those percussion parts. The cunguero is playing a certain pattern compared to the t- uh, timba the, the timbali player, compared to the guy that's playing bongos, compared to the guy that's fucking playing the wiro. Like all those different percussion instruments, they all lock into each other. They're all playing different rhythms, but those different rhythms interlock to each other to create an overall sort of feel and if you don't have that shit laying down right it sounds like a fucking train wreck so that's why fucking latin bands are goddamn amazing and what's even more amazing is when i hear a guy playing all that shit on a drum kit now so i think there was a combination of actual percussionist and drum kit on this because of the fills that i was hearing in the percussion part and uh, some of that fast banda shit, those guys are playing drum set, dude, and they fucking, those guys got chops, dude. It's a whole different style of playing that 
I watched a guy one time and I was like, what I was watching him do and what I was hearing didn't match. And it was fucking me all up. It was like, how did that? I didn't. How did he do what I heard with what he did? Like he did a bunch of stuff, but it didn't look like what I heard. It's pretty phenomenal. That stuff like that is one form of music that I cannot fucking play. I can't even fake it. I can't even fake. I can kind of fake it. Just playing congas, kind of. But as far as sitting down on a drum set and trying to play fucking Latin beats, forget it, dude. I can't fucking do it. I can't. I can't make that shit sound right. I can't get the rhythms to line up correctly between the limbs. I just it's it's a it's, it's a brand of music that I've never been able to get down. But um, it's fucking amazing. It's 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 great stuff. So that felt nice. You know, and I and you know, Bad Bunny is like one of the biggest fucking selling artists there are right now, and you know, and he's got the little that was still a little bit of that warble of the vocoder. It's like he's got a combination of vocoder and like on purpose. Like he's like it's almost like he mumble raps in Spanish because he doesn't necessarily articulate the words completely. Uh, but then there's a little bit of that warble of the vocoder on there but uh anyway as far as that kind of music goes that was probably fucking there's a reason why it's on the fucking charts it's a fucking great song and then you know and i know those folks really listen to uh the lyrics so if the lyrics are uh are hitting them i don't know enough spanish to figure out what the fuck they're talking about on there but grupo frontero or from frontera grupo Frontera. Uh, sounds like you motherfuckers can play, man. Do that shit. And what is that? Is that fucking... Um, is that Norteño music? I could never fucking... I don't really know the... Um, the how, how that shit gets broken up, you know? Is that the same kind of shit that... Um, Tigres del Norte do? Or del Norte... Tigres del Norte? I don't know. My sister knows this shit. This is my sister's jam. My sister knows that music pretty pretty good. I, however, don't. I can't know everything, fuck you fucking maniacs. I can't fucking know everything. Um <laughs> I um I started watching I started watching Succession which is a series on HBO. Um, I've always kind of been interested in checking it out just because it, you know, it, it seemed interesting. Uh, a, uh, a big, you know, huge money grubbing company CEO who has a lot of family underneath him uh, that could take over the company and, uh, his failing health has the siblings all at each other's throats and um, seemed like an interesting concept. Um, but I never checked it out. Now it's like fucking four seasons deep. And I'm like, God damn, maybe I should try to catch up on this. So I'm uh, three episodes deep into season one. And I, I had a... I had a thought there for a minute 
and I, I, I almost bailed. I almost bailed on it altogether because I kind of felt like I kind of felt like it was unrelatable to anything I really know. I don't know the corporate world. I don't know anything about the corporate world except for they're a bunch of fucking money grubbing, stab you in the back, fucking step on your head to get to the top type of peoples. And that's it's not anything that I champion. It's not anything that I really know about. And it's not anything that's really appealing to me. Just, you know, that whole fucking, you know, I think I said it a couple weeks ago. That whole Gordon Gecko greed works, greed is good thing has, I think that has ruined the country. <laughs> you shouldn't be greedy. You should get Get what you want so you're comfortable. Get you what you want so you can help others out. If you're going to help others out, you probably need a little bit more. So do that, but do that for the betterment of everybody else. Don't be a greedy fuck and keep it all to yourself. And um, and the corporate world is just that, right? That's what fucking uh, capitalism is all about. More toys you got when you die. I don't know what you do with that. You still fucking die. So uh, so anyway, I almost bailed because I was like, this is fucking white privileged, fucking greedy, gross, uh, got more money than fucking we know what to do with, and we don't even understand what it means to not have money. So it was just kind of... Just seeing like a lot of just unchecked gross behavior. And I guess that's what they're trying to show you. And that's what they're trying to set up that these kids, you know, these, these, you know, and they're not kids. They're fucking in their, you know, you know, thirties, forties and fifties, I guess. You know what I mean? And, uh, but the old man is old, old, you know, he's like 80 something. So, you know, those kids are all older and some of them want to be involved in the company more than others. And, you know, one guy feels like he's like the most deserving and it's just, it's just super entitled and uh, shitty behavior. And, you know, I just, I don't know. We'll watch a few more. We'll see how I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys know next week if I, uh, if I continued on, but uh, so far it, I mean, it's been a couple funny things that have happened, you know, or there's been a couple, you know, little twists and turns already, but just the um the overall grossness of the behavior isn't appealing enough to me to want to watch it and um and really continue on with it but i'm going to stick with it maybe i'll do a whole season and see how it goes i kind of i got spoiled i heard on a podcast they were talking about the latest season and what actually happens and uh it kind of it spoiled it for me but then at the same time it kind of re uh reperked my interest so that's why I started watching it. Um, all right, let's. Um, you guys want to want to call it? Want to get the hell out of here? You want to get to the end of the thing? Do you want to just say, "Hey, you know what? We're done." You want to tap out? You want to tap out? Let's fucking let's tap out. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, 
We are at the end of the SVP. Uh, rate, review, god damn it. I'm ruining the fucking surprise. Um, <laughs> rate, review, subscribe um, wherever you are checking out my podcast from. Uh, apparently, um, I guess Spotify isn't, which is so goofy because I use their shit to record my shit. Um, they're not giving not putting out alerts on new episodes, I guess, but maybe you got to make sure you're subscribed to, for that to happen. It can't be just, you know, because it's a podcast you listen to regularly. I think you actually have to subscribe to it to get the alerts. So please do that. James Miller, James, my man, James Miller, who hit me up earlier in the week is, Hey man, uh, uh, you, you, you still do your podcast, man. I'm like, yeah, dude, I do it every week. I'm like fucking, 180 some odd episodes deep. He's oh, I, don't, I don't get the alerts. I don't know if you, I never know if you got a new one out or not. I go, I do them every Tuesday, dude. Like last week I it came out on Wednesday cause I, uh, I got back late from out of town, but, uh, anyway, uh, so there's that. There was another thing I was going to mention. Oh, earworm of the week. If you go on, and I believe you can do this. First of all, there's a link in the write-up for every episode. There's a link in the write-up for each episode, a link to the Earworm of the Week playlist. And I add to it every week, the Earworm of the Week. And it's, you know, I've been, I think I, when I started doing Earworm of the Week I don't know. I'm going to say around episode, I don't know, 75, 80, maybe even sooner. I'd have to look it up. I don't, I'm don't. i just literally pulling a fucking number out of the top of my head. I, don't, I have no idea. I know I didn't start it from the very beginning. I got to say there's 100 songs in this fucking playlist at this point. And, um, and we will continue every week. So go to the write-up of the po- of each uh, podcast episode, and there is a link to the Earworm of the Week playlist. Let me know if that fucking link even works. Because when I click on it, it works because it's my fucking Apple's music account, so it comes up for me. But let me know if it actually comes up for you that the fucking thing works. Um, Senor... Suggestions, ideas, complaints, criticisms to Sean, S-E-A-N, Boils. Let me start again. Send. (laughs) Hit me up. Email me at um, S-E-A-N underscore B-O-Y-L-E-S at Yahoo.com. Sean underscore Boils at Yahoo.com. This week's Earworm of the Week. um, I haven't heard this song in years. Haven't heard it in years. And um, I was, you know, again, another thing where I had a beat idea for something. And as I was thinking of the beat, it turned into this song somehow in my mind. What I was trying to write is nothing even close to anything that this song does. But maybe the tempo was the same. And the beat was sort of similar. And it just, in my mind, it fucking pulled this song out of fucking nowhere. 
as I accidentally hit the thing, you might have heard it if you really know their shit. But this week's Earworm of the Week is a song called Is It Luck? by Primus off of the Sailing the Seas of Cheese record. Um, Thank you for checking out another episode. Be good. Keep it dirty. And I'll see you puss flaps next week. Fuck Stanton Avenue and fuck Ace Freely. Brought to you by Blue.
Blowout Productions.